This audio is brought to you by Business Radio, powered by Wharton, originally airing on SiriusXM. We're going to talk about pain now uh, with uh, a woman who is known in our house as the goddess of pain relief. Uh, This is Anna Marie Noble. Anna Marie is a uh, physical therapist who specializes over a career in chronic pain, relief of chronic pain. She has a master's degree in terms of credentials in physical therapy, and she's also got all these other cool credentials in terms of training, things like uh, craniosacral um, techniques, myofascial release techniques, therapeutic touch all these sorts of things. Are any of those made up, Anna Marie? No, or they're, they're all not, true. They're all okay. true. Uh, so Anna Marie practices uh, outside of Philadelphia here and has a long clientele uh, of people who come to her with all kinds of ouches. Uh, and we're going to talk a little about the kinds of things that most people at work, we're not talking about people with weird jobs, but office jobs in particular, uh, have got. And if you've got a pain... Um, and not your, not your boss or a family member, but somebody, something in you that's kind of ouching that you don't think, we're not talking about diseases here. We're not talking about serious orthopedic problems where you've been to the doctor, but the kind of things that are, you know, chronic ouchies or everyday things you get from the office. Give us a call. Just a reminder here. It is 1-844-WHARTON. That's 1-844-942-7866. So, Anna-Marie, tell us what's typical. People come into your office. What are the typical ouches and complaints that you hear from people. Okay. So mostly people come in with neck pain, back pain, shoulder pain. Some people come in with fibromyalgia and chronic fatigue issues. And so they have pain all over their bodies. Okay. That's not so good. Um, let's talk about the neck pain, the the back pain. Let's, let's start maybe with necks. Okay. We'll work our way down. So common neck pain. Uh, what do you see? What, what is, what is it? What is the cause? What typically do you see in people who are coming and complaining about their neck? Like well, I like I was just a few minutes okay. ago. Well, so so typically in this day and age, with everyone having computers and everyone having every kind of electronic device there is, people have pain-related issues with hunching over the computer, tippity tappity, clickety clacketing at all hours of the days and nights. Okay, and what does that do to you? What's a what's the why does that cause neck pain? Well, so it sort of makes you crunch forward, and it makes your posture crunch forward. It makes your head jut out. So. You end up having bad posture. It puts a lot more pressure on your neck. Okay, so hunching forward mm-hmm. sort of thing. So if you um, are hunching forward, hunching down, mm-hmm. that that sort of thing, then you get, mm-hmm. I mean, what actually happens in your neck that causes the pain? Why is our neck unhappy with this here? Well, so think about your pain, think about your neck and your head as if, if your neck was holding up a bowling ball. Okay. So if your bowling ball was stacked on top of you, as, it as with Dan, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. okay, Go so ahead. it wouldn't weigh very much. Okay, but now if you start jutting that bowling ball forward, it's going to be very heavy. Okay, so All right. it's, it's simple mechanics. Okay, so it's a our head is heavy, mm-hmm. and if it's at an angle, mm-hmm. our neck, uh, you know, it's just a lot of strain on our neck. Right? Exactly. And so, is it muscles that typically hurt? I mean, is it more serious stuff than that with the with the neck? What do you what do you what happens? Well, typically? first of all, it just starts out as muscles, but over time it can start to involve some of the nerves. But with good posture, with good stretching, with mindfulness at work, how many how many hours are you spending at a time at the computer? Yep. Are you taking breaks? It can You can eliminate it from getting worse. Okay, so let's talk about how to prevent that kind of neck pain. Let's start with our computer and our desk and our chair. What do we look for? What what? Okay, so you want your computer in front of you. 
You want the monitor so it's just a little bit, the top of the monitor is just a little bit below eye level. Okay. So you don't want to be look, uh, throwing your head back to look at the computer, and you don't want to be looking down too much at okay. it. So right now, I, I mean, you can see my computer here. I'm I'm looking down on my computer here, right? Bad setup. It's to the left. Bad you want setup. it in front of you. Uh, Sirius XM, are you, you listening? This is a problem, potential neck problem I see uh, coming here with this. Okay. So you want the computer about uh, eye height, right? You don't the monitor. Wanna, sure. The monitor, right? Mm-hmm. You don't want to be tilting your head back to look up. Exactly. You don't want to be lying down while you're doing your computer. And you don't want to be uh, having to scrunch down to see it. More common to scrunch, I would think, right? Actually, no. People no. tend to, people, especially people with bifocals, they tend to do the one where they throw their head back. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Um, and keyboard placement, seat placement, what are, you, what are you trying for here? Well, so you want your feet on the ground. You okay. want your knees and your hips at a 90-90 position. 90-90 means what? Um, think like the, chair, the leg of a chair is in a 90-90 position. You know, the 90 seat degree is, angle? Right. Perpendicular. Yeah. Okay. Perpendicular. Okay. Um, and... Uh, some people have uh, little steps they step on. What What's that for? Okay. What does that do? So yeah. that's for the short folks in the world. Chairs ah, are generally okay. designed for men who are taller. So the women who are four, five, four and below, forget about it. There's, you're not going to find a good chair. Is that right? Okay. Right. So you need, uh, if that's the case, if you know you're not excessively tall... Um, then you you probably need one of those little step things to put your feet up on, right? If your feet can't reach the floor, then you're going to need to bring your fl- the floor up to your feet by putting a little step stool there. Okay, good. Um, so that's your feet, that's your hips. Uh, let's talk about the chair. What's a good chair to have? How do you know when you've got a good chair? Well, good chair is just going to help you sit comfortably in it. I- again, I'm going to say there's not a lot of great chairs. Okay. Mm. So what what would, I mean, if we had a choice and we're shopping for a good chair and there are places that say they specialize Mm -hmm. in back uh, chairs that are good for your back, Mm -hmm. what does that look like? What's a good chair for your back? Well, you know, uh, it's going to be a surprising answer, but actually those giant Swiss balls that people sit on, those giant gym balls, sometimes people use them as their chair at work. Really? They get a tall tall ball like that Uh and it actually makes them use their core muscles for strengthening Mm -hmm. and helps them helps them stay strong so just so uh, people who have never seen one of these we're talking about a chair that is not a chair we're just talking about sitting on a giant inflatable ball right right okay uh just dan what what do you think if you did that in the law firm if you sat on a big ball would that enhance your credibility or or what do you think well clients don't typically see the office so if you get your work done you can sit on anything you want sit on anything you want okay we'll come back to that one later okay so we are at the chair, uh, and a ball might be good, and if not a ball, uh, and a regular chair, anything about a regular chair to, to look for? Make sure it gives you good back support. If you can have one that actually comes up and supports your neck as well, that's okay. a good idea. So taller chair is not such a bad thing. Right. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, now let's talk about keyboard and placement, things mm-hmm. like that. What do, you, what do you recommend? Again, keyboard in front of you. Okay. Mouse right near you. Okay. And trackball's very good. Okay. But what people are finding actually is that Sometimes they have to switch off between these different ergonomic types of setups. So a trackball versus a clicking versus a a roller ball. So you mean don't use the same thing all the exactly. time? Exactly. Maybe switch okay. every three months. Ah, okay. And and the reason is any of those movements start to wear out parts of it you? It starts that... to be repetitive. It starts to make a repetitive injury. Okay. So almost mm-hmm. anything will. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and so back to neck pain now. Let's say you've got a neck pain, right? Mm-hmm. And let's say you, it's probably muscle. Mm-hmm. What actually is going on with the muscle that causes the 
pain. Let's let's go into this a little okay, bit. Okay, so you'll you'll see and you'll probably have your own experience. You'll see someone just kind of digging on the back of their shoulder, the back of their neck. Yep. Wow, it hurts so much. That's actually not the main culprit. The main culprit are the muscles in the front of the neck pulling you forward oh, really? and then making you strain in the back. So no matter how much you rub the back of your neck, it's not going to get better. Okay. So the is, is a general lesson going to be here that the, the place that ouches is not necessarily where the problem is? Is that often the case? Often the case. Often the case. Okay. So uh, let's say you've got that neck pain and uh, it quite likely might be because of the muscles in the front because you're leaning forward a little bit. So you could diagnose what's causing it and try to stop it. What do you do about the ouch? What do you, what do, you do about the pain you got right now? Okay, so the pain you do that you have right now, you're going to want to stretch your pec muscles. You've probably seen or been taught uh, the stretch in the doorway or the stretch in the corner of the room. Probably not for a lot of people here. So give us a sense you're stretching your pectoral muscles in the front. The front, because... Okay, to deal with your neck. Exactly, because that's curling you down and that's pulling your head forward. Okay. So if you uncurl from the front, and you're, then it stacks your head right back on top of you. Okay, so the problem really is uh, in your posture, and there's something going on with the front of your pectoral muscles that is pulling you forward, which is causing your neck to be at an angle which is causing this uh, strain in the back of your neck, which is causing the ouch. Exactly. So think about when, if you've ever started to get a flu bug or not feel so good, you start to curl down into that fetal position when you don't feel good. Same thing when you get muscle fatigue, you start to curl down in that curled forward position. And so uh, I want to get to what we do about this. So you've got this ouch in the back of your neck, and it's because the muscles are doing what? They're cramping? Well, no, we have, uh, we're innovated twice as much in the front as in the back. So in, we, innovated means? Our nerves tell our muscles to curl forward okay. more than the back muscles tell us to stand up straight. Oh, okay. Twice as much to okay. curl forward huh. as to stand up straight. So we uncurl from the front and we get strong in the back. Okay. That's the solution. Okay. Um, but in, immediately I'm back to the pain here. Do you put ice on it? Do you rub it? What do you do? Well, you definitely want to use ice if you're having pain. People think heat feels good, but actually feet, um, heat causes micro swelling that you don't feel and it doesn't let the blood flow come in and do the healing that needs to happen. Okay. So you need a good continual blood flow to bring in the healing. Okay. The, the blood cells are going to do the healing and then the construction work and carry the debris away. Okay. So you put ice on the part that's ouching. Mm-hmm. Um, how long do you keep it, it on? 10 to 20 minutes. And you want to get a really good medical grade ice pack that costs the same for you and me now because of Amazon. Woohoo. Okay. So it, um, get a Chattanooga cold pack. That would be the best kind to get. Okay. And pain medications, you got anything that you recommend? Well, I'm not allowed to say that because I'm not allowed to diagnose. Okay. I can say what people describe that is the very best thing that they okay. find yep. that helps is ibuprofen. Ibuprofen for muscles and things. Okay. And whiskey versus beer, <laughs> what do you think? You got a preference there? No preference. Uh, probably not a good thing if you have an ouch, right? And probably not a good thing if you're taking pain medication. If you're ta- yeah, so avoid yeah. those. Let's, let's talk about other ouches. And folks who've got a um, uh, question, uh, please give us a call. Let's hear about your pain. one wharton That's one 942 Seven eight six six. You've already got a convert. I see Michelle in the back is already standing up better at, at her desk, and is and Dion is back there doing the stretches. I see he's on the floor right now, um, which might make things a little difficult here in a minute. But um, I, have, I have some questions yeah. about prevention. Uh, if there's a listener who says I really don't have pain problems, but more I hear about them, I want to avoid them. Okay, maybe they have a bad back every now and again. Um, 
what would you suggest? And let me take off a, a whole list. Uh, exercise? You know, even just plain walking is yeah. a good exercise. It's a good way to get blood flow to your muscles and really to help prevent problems. By the way, I've, I did a lot of running at one point in my life. I do a lot of walking now. Mm-hmm. Walking's better. It doesn't jar the body. It doesn't burn off calories at the same rate, but it's just better for the body. And, and it really, especially for a middle-aged physiology, it just improves your blood chemistry uh, your lung capacity, everything else. Okay. So you're a big fan of walking as opposed to other, uh, the best of the exercises, you think, if you got to pick one just for... It's the most, the, the easiest to access. You can walk anywhere. You can walk yeah. with your partner, your boyfriend, girlfriend, child, yeah. your spouse. Could I, I just want to sure. follow this one for just a second. Uh, I was at a conference recently and people were talking to me about treadmill desks. Have you seen these things? I have. Uh, ooh, so tell people what they are. Apparently they're very popular now. What's, well, what's it look like? I've, I've actually only seen them on TV, but okay. I've seen that people are doing their work while they're on the treadmill. Frankly, I think it's kind of silly. Kind of silly. Okay. Mm-hmm. We get a, a vote for kind of silly on that one. Okay. Yeah. Dan, I'm big into treadmills, but... Not why I'm no, apparently they desk. sell them mm-hmm. uh, as a whole package, a desk with a treadmill underneath it, and you can stand and point and stuff like that, right? So yeah. a little silly. Okay. How about uh, stretching, yoga, Pilates, or other similar things? All good. All good. Um, but what you need to know about those kinds of things are there's about a bazillion types of yoga. So you want to make sure mm-hmm. that if you're a person who's had chronic pain, you want to go to a yoga where they do very supported yoga stretches. Versus a hardcore hot yoga where you're going to try and go as quick and fast and as yeah. stretchy as you can. So, Anne-Marie, you ever see people who, are, who hurt themselves with yoga? Once, once in a blue moon and yeah. just when they force themselves into a position because they're getting yeah. very competitive and they want right. to be stretchier than the next bendy or stretchier person. Right. There was an interesting story in the paper about this a while ago about men in particular suffering from yoga injuries because they're not as flexible as the women, but they're showing off in the class. And so they make themselves twist in ways that they really can't and they end up at your office. Right. Probably. Ge- generally, yoga is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And, and by the way, if you can't afford Pilates or even yoga or just can't fit it in your schedule, go to computer, go to YouTube and, and punch in the part of your body you want to stretch because there's just amazing resources out on YouTube. Really? Uh, hmm. may, maybe not professional, maybe it's an amateur, but it, you can you can experiment with the different types of stretches, write down the, the tips for doing them. I, I'm big on stretching myself, but I, I wasn't five years ago and I feel well, the benefits. And people should remember, always be gentle with the stretches, don't yeah. force, just... Yeah. Gently stretch. Okay. We got a question here uh, coming in about sitting um, for long periods of time. I'm sure it's it's n- probably not a good thing to do anything for a long period of time, but what do you think? How long is too long? Well, that's, that's a great question because um, all these ergonomic devices that we have were designed by engineers to make us more efficient, but we are not machines. We are bodies and we are humans. And so each person has to decide What's their tolerance level? So, for example, if you had pain at one hour of sitting, Peter, yep. I would say to you, set a timer across the room that's, that goes off at 45 minutes. You'll be forced to get up and turn the timer off, and you'll nip it in the bud. Okay. So another person might have pain at 30 minutes. They would set their timer for 15. And if you set the timer next to you, you're going to just hit the thing and keep sitting there. But if you put it across the room, you'll get up and okay. So if you've got these questions, uh, like Dan and I are firing away here, give us a call at one eight four four nine four two seven eight six six. Now, standing up, how long, I mean, is it just popping up? You got to go for a walk or what do you think? Uh, just go across the room. Go get a glass of water. Go ask your colleagues something. Go to the bathroom. Do a stretch in the corner. Any little something to get you out of that hunched over position. Okay. Um, Dan was going down his list, but let me... Uh, 
unless you're ready to no, jump ahead. in. Okay. So let's talk about another most common neck is a big problem. Back, probably. I read someplace that backs are the number one cause of um, time loss from the health-related time loss. Uh, sure. That makes office. sense. Yeah. 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 Some studies in between 2003 and 2008 showed that um, the cost of back pain is sixty anywhere between 61 to $120 billion. That's billion with a B dollars per year. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Big. So typical back pain. What do you What do you see? Again, it's it's about people clickety clacketing away in airplane terminals. You know, at coffee houses, at their home, at work. In the middle of the night, I have an idea. I get up and I go. It's that people aren't really giving themselves downtime, and they will work on the computer anywhere in any mm. pretzel like position. So computers coming off is a bad thing here. Well, it, it's a useful tool, but yeah. So is it, uh, with back pain, is it, um, it, it's the same thing, it's posture while you're working that causes back pain, neck pain, everything typically you're seeing, right? It, that's true. And also, um, you'll be surprised how many people might have fabulous vacations and wonderful clothing wardrobes, but they have a bed that's been 20, 25 years old. So yeah. you need to get a new bed as well. And what is a good bed? How do you decide what Well, that, again, what again that it's is. individual. Okay. okay. So some people need a firmer bed, some people need a softer bed. Can you just tell by lying on it and say, oh. This one feels good and that's it? Or is it Usually more people can. They have to, you can't just poke it with your hands. You have to lay on it and see. There are some people actually let um, people take beds home and try them out for mm. a couple of weeks to mm-hmm. see. I know it's kind of skeevy, can but. It? Yep. Yeah. Can well, it's skeevy when they return it. And then yes. You're the one who buys it. Yeah, afterwards. <laughs> that's very really skeevy. Is it true that firmer is better or it just depends? It's, it depends, but mostly people prefer firmer. Okay. And um, in the world of, you know, the Tempur-Pedic beds. Um, people say that the generic version, now that it's no longer on trademark, works as, as well. Okay. Um, some people, like particularly menopausal women, will say that it's too hot and they like the comfort cool version. Okay, that allows air to come mm-hmm. up through the thing a little more. Uh, so I also hear that uh, a big cause of uh, back pain, even among people who exercise a lot, is hamstrings. Right. Absolutely. From sitting so long. When we sit so long, our hamstrings get tight. So walk us through how that happens. Hamstring gets tight. Why does my back hurt? Well, when your hamstring is tight, what it does is it makes you in that 90-90 position. So wait, your, your question was, how do your hamstrings get tight? No. Why, why does it hurt your back? Oh, because it's pulling on your pelvis, which is what's underneath your lumbar spine. Okay. And it pulls your pelvis forward and that's stretching your spine? Well, it's pulling you forward and it's making you increase or decrease the natural curve too much. Okay, so it's the the curve of your back, um, probably hunching over more, and that's putting pressure on your spine or exactly. something like that? Okay. Exactly. Yeah. So, and go ahead. You know, one thing that um, that is common among people with neck and back pain, I tell them if they would just get a good, decent night's sleep consistently, okay. they wouldn't have as much pain. Okay. But people are really having difficulty sleeping these days. They're just so up and on all the time. Do you think that's... Too much work? Is that is that what you're saying among your folks? I think so. Yeah. Okay. But then is it a sign of our times everyone's overstimulated? Yeah. Well, so far we've we've uh, dissed computers and work <laughs> and, uh, let's see, other uh, devices and things. So, um, Anne-Marie, to what extent does overweight play a role in bad backs and other health problems? Well, you know, it, the surprising answer is when people lose weight, they still have the same really? back pain. Yeah. But people really get hammered um, by their doctor, lose weight, lose weight, you'll feel better. And that's not necessarily the case. It's still about what muscles are tight and what mechanics are being pulled out of whack by the tight muscles. Mm -hmm. So for somebody who's got uh, pulled a muscle in their back, they say, right? Um, 
and it really hurts. They got to stay home. They hurt so much they can't go to work or something. Um, first, what what do you when do you decide to throw up the flag and call your doctor, and when do you say, "Let me try some things at home"? And what do you try? What, what would you try at home first? What would you do? If somebody's back goes boom, ow. Right, you, and so if, if someone if someone's back goes boom ow, and now they can't lift their leg, or now they're having screaming nerve pain yeah. down, then they go to the doctor immediately. Okay. That's right. that's a red flag. Okay, but if someone's had a muscle strain and they they know that they recognize that feeling from some time before in the past when they've had such a thing, they could try ice, okay. ibuprofen. They could try gentle stretching, hot shower. So so you go ice and then heat or heat then ice. But it's cold. It's wet heat. It's not dry heat. It's never a heating pad. Okay, never a heating pad. Okay, all right. Uh, quick question: Does hydration play a role in any of these problems? Absolutely. Um, or pe- failure to hydrate. Failure to yeah. hydrate, and also people who are hypoglycemic, their blood sugars starting to kick down a little low. They tend to get injured uh, a little more Is that frequently. Right? Yeah. Uh, okay. Do, do deep tissue massages do any good other than making you feel really good? Well, you know, it's some people really like deep tissue pe- massage, and some people will say, "Get away from me! You're hurting me! I, you mm. know, I'm going to kill you! Stop some, that!" Some people more sensitive, right? right. Uh, are companies stepping into this? Uh, are are companies engaging people like you to help them figure out how to head off some of these injuries at the workplace? Things cause time lost. Well, so some private companies like Vertex Software, who ha- they have a culture of of taking very good care of their employees and like Bryn Mawr college, it's a private college. They'll have either someone who is a, um, a dedicated staff member to do ergonomics, or they will have a consultant come in to help their people set up a desk the right way. Okay. So it's certainly the right sort of thing uh, to do with respect to this. What would be your number three out? So we went nine neck back. Is there a th- Third thing that you see most frequently in people? Shoulder. And often shoulder is related to neck. Okay. I've never seen a shoulder injury that doesn't have a component of neck injury. Okay. And it's uh, typically the same sort of cause as if it's office work, right? It's posture. Exactly. Right. And doing the same thing over and over. Mm. That's right. So, Anne-Marie, thanks very much. For more guest interviews, check out our Wharton Business Radio Highlights podcast on iTunes and Google Play. 